Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Um, great win against Boston College. Um, I think you have to take that with a grain of salt. Um, you know, the only real threat on offense was uh, Flowers, the receiver. And, you know, we, we he, he never really got going. So, you know, tremendous job by the defense and the defensive staff. But, you know, the real test or a real test comes uh, this week against Wake Forest. I mean, they put up 45 points against Clemson. Um, I feel like we're a better offensive team than Clemson. So I, I think we can put up points on, on Wake Forest too. But um, Clemson has a better defensive line than us, but I feel like we have better linebackers and better DBs. So we're going to find out, you know, what what um, the strategy is. Um, I think – Wake Forest is going to be able to have a little bit more success running the ball against us versus passing. Um, But ultimately, I feel like um, it's going to be a shootout, just like the Clemson game. I feel like it's going to be a shootout. I don't think it's going to go into – I don't think it's going to go into overtime. I don't think it's going to uh, go into the 40s and 50s. I think ultimately it's going to be like a – low 30s type of game and uh, if we can get one of our guys back love it or verse I mean that will go a long way I was really impressed with uh, Patrick Payton and his pass rushing skills Um, you know I think he can be a player for us I like the young guy uh, Lions Um, He showed me something. So, I mean, they even had Leonard Warner out there. So he he played okay. And Briggs. So, I mean, we we got some depth on the defensive line. And it's going to be really interesting to see the combination of players that they go with on the defensive line. Um, Offensively, um, you know, what they did in the – in the uh, Boston College game, running the football, uh, you know, getting getting different receivers involved. Um, I know there there has to be a Micah Pittman package of plays. There has to be, and I don't know if they're just saving it for one of these next three games, but I think eventually you're going to see that. Um, but it's just crazy that they haven't done that yet. Uh, Like I said, if there is a Debo Samuel clone out there, it is Michael Pittman. And it's crazy that you're not utilizing, utilizing him in that way. I think Michael Pittman would be crazy on a traditional screen. You can see how good he is just on those little tunnel screens that you're doing. What I, The one little wrinkle that I liked from the 
from the Boston College game is when they ran the tunnel, tunnel screen, they had him running towards, they had him in motion running to the ball, and he caught it in stride and just took it up the field versus just standing there waiting on the ball. So I, I like that 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 little wrinkle they put in there. Um, not a real big fan of tunnel screens because I, I always feel like they're going to get picked off if you have some really good corners. But um, you're going to find out a lot about Florida State over the next three weeks, pretender or contender. And I hate that phrase, but I think, it it really um you know describes our situation for the next three weeks. Um Jordan Travis has been been playing tremendous. I mean, you know, this this we're getting we're getting, we're building towards being a traditional Florida State team, I don't think we're there yet. Uh, but you know, Benson, I mean, I mean, tremendous power runner, man. Um, I can't say enough good things, but I mean, the running game is just crazy. So, the passing game is crazy. The offensive line is playing pretty good. Um, so, you know, I just. We're 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 gonna be tested this week, and that's this is what you want. This is what you want. I would I would I would say that LSU was a major test for us. Um, I would say Louisville was a major test for us. I don't I don't feel like Wake Forest, NC State, or Clemson are better than Louisville or LSU. I just think they've had easier schedules. I don't, you know, I would say NC State is probably the hardest of those teams. I feel like NC State is the best of those three teams, and they're going to give us the the roughest time. But I I feel like if we come out and we play our A game, I don't I think we can go 3 and 0 in this stretch. But it's it's really incumbent upon us to play our game. And minimize mistakes, turnovers, mental mistakes. I feel like if we do that, I mean, we can win. And a combination of getting some of our guys back. Um, But, you know, the next three games is really going to tell us. If we, we, like I said in the uh, instant reaction, if we can win the next three games, I think you can realistically talk ACC championship. Um, but you would have to say that the ACC Atlantic to this point is one of the better divisions in the country. I think you would have to say that to this point. I don't know where it's going to end up, but I would say to this point that that's one of the better divisions in this, in, in the, in the country. I mean, um, and the ACC gets a lot of flack for, you know, football, um, when it comes to verses like the SEC or the Big Ten, um, so um, just just we're ranked. Also, let don't let me forget that we are ranked. Like I said in the instant reaction, I didn't see them. A lot of a lot of these people on these uh, 
Facebook pages and Instagram pages and blogs or whatever. They we're going to be, you know, inside twin. I said, nah, they're not going. They don't even want they don't even want us to be ranked. The AP, the Associated Press, for some reason, they everybody hates Florida State. So I said it will be ranked, but it, it'll be between 20 and 25. And I am 23. I was right. So whatever. Rankings at this point mean nothing to me. Rankings have never meant it's just somebody's opinion. To me, it's all about what you do on the field. If you handle business on the field, everything else going to take care of itself. I understand the significance of being ranked, but. It's to me, it's never really been important, even when we were rolling, even when we went wire to wire number one in 99. It wasn't that big of a deal to me. I mean, um, you know, the most important thing is if you're a great team, you want to you, you know, you want to be in the final two at the end of the year. And, you know, now with the playoff, you want to be in the final four at the end of the year. So. Rankings, rankings don't really hold any weight with me. They never have. Um, it's just somebody's opinion. You know, it's it's the Associated Press, it's the media, it's just someone, somebody's opinion, and it's just it's just something to um, draw viewership to these games. Um, you know, and, and that's all it is. So. Uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a certain segment of this fan base that puts weight into being ranked. I respect y'all, but at the end of the day, in the in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean anything. You have to take care of business on the field, and um, it'll everything else will take care of itself. Like I said earlier, so um, you know, we got a major major test coming up against Wake Forest. This is, you know, for a team that, <laughs> you know, doesn't get the quote-unquote top guys. I mean, to go out there and play toe-to-toe with Clemson the way that they did, I mean, I think I heard on the broadcast they had like 40 or 50 four- and five-stars on their team. I mean, that's a lot of talent, quote-unquote. You know, again, the whole star system is somebody's opinion. You know, you you don't know what's in a player's heart. You don't know what is in a player's mind. So, you know, kudos to Wake Forest for going out there and playing them guys, you know, to almost a win. I, I think, you know, Florida State, we're going to have our hands full. I don't I don't pencil this. I I had this through five games I had us at two and three. And really, to be honest with you, I had us losing all three of these games. Just being honest. But if we can a success through this three game stretch to me is two and one or three and oh. Anything less is a failure. I don't care who we beat. I don't care who we lose to. But, you know, worst case scenario, two and one. Best case scenario, three and oh. And 
you know, the the effort through the first four games. It's not going to work in these games because these next three games, these teams are very well coached. Whereas your first four games, uh, Louisville is very well coached. They, for whatever reason, stopped running the football. Because realistically, they had that game won. But they wanted to get cute with Malik Cunningham. And they lost. LSU, again, they didn't figure it out, didn't figure it out until the end. I mean, you could easily be 2-2 two and two right now, Florida State. So I don't think you can stick your chest out just yet. Get through this. Get through this three-game stretch, two and one or three and zero. Oh, okay. I mean, I think you you can realistically say, okay, we we going places. Um, but zero oh and three or one and two, that's that's not good. So you know, I think it's really on Mike Norvell. Whatever you done through these first. Four games, you you got to go times infinity every, for the next three weeks. If you can come out of this 3-0, and man, hey, there's no doubt in my, not, my mind this team is for real. But, you know, I just like I said last week, the, the, the culture change, the, the buy-in from these guys, you know, when it happens, it's a beautiful thing, man. So, um, everybody was ready to run Mike Norvell out of town last year, including me. When they started on four, I was ready to run him out of town too. Um, but you know, he 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 turned it around and. You know, hopefully Florida State can uh, can find a way to go three and zero. I think three and zero it would be phenomenal. Um, it's it's crazy that the schedule is set up like this, but it is what it is. Um, I think whatever plays that you have been saving. I think you can beat Wake Forest. I, I think I think we have better talent than Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest is they they are very fundamentally sound. They're well coached, and let let's let's not look over the fact that they do have talent. Okay, they go get guys that quote unquote are not you know star rated, but they get guys. And they've been doing this for a long time. So, um, you know, I I just, I don't, it's, this is not a game that you can pencil in the win column. This is not a game that you can overlook. Um, Clemson is not Clemson of years past. They have, you know what I'm saying, they're right in the middle of things in terms of the ACC. And... You know, they won 10 games. But, like I said, every couple years, Clemson goes through this thing where they have a quarterback situation and they have to figure it out. Um, 
Now, DJ Yui Lele had a good game. But I think the dude Club Nick is going to be the guy before the season's end. I don't see uh, Yui Lele. you know, he had a great game. I'll give him that. But um, I think the, the, the freshman, the backup, is a better quarterback, just my opinion. But we'll see what happens. Um, offensively, you're going to have to be a little bit more creative. I don't think you can just keep running that little read option, draw play up the middle. Um, I understand that's where your power is, but um, you, you're going to have to be a little bit more creative on offense. I, and I, you know, Tua Philly, Pittman, you know, to me, and even Benson. Benson showed me something. Um, you're going to have to create something for those guys. You're going to have to create something for Cam McDonald. You got so many weapons on offense. You got so many weapons on offense. So um, you, you're just going to have to get in the lab and just figure out some stuff, man. And because... Wake Forest, with their quarterback, Hartman, they're going to put up points. You know, he's, he, you know. Now, the one thing I will say, our DBs are better than Clemson's. But, you know, Wake Forest might have the best group of receivers in the ACC. They, it's either, it's, it's, it's neck and neck between them and, and Florida State. I, in my opinion. So, you know, they're right there. They was eating those uh, Clemson DBs for lunch. Um, defensively, uh, like I said in the uh, the uh, instant reaction with the with the weird zone read mesh delay thing that they run, I wouldn't even play the run because. You know, the the gimmick, the gimmick is, okay, freeze you with the run, pull it out, and just go deep. You know, I would what I would do, what I would do is just zone. Just play zone. Just play zone. If he's gonna if he's going to uh run that and they're gonna run that. I would I would you know you have to have a very good defensive line against that type of scheme and, and Clemson does and they were not successful at running the football but you know it was just the inexperience of the Clemson defensive backs that really um came through in that situation. So um, I think our cornerbacks are very, are very good and very talented. I don't, I don't see us getting beat like that, but you never know. Like I said earlier in this podcast, I think this is going to be a shootout. Um, Wake Forest is going to come and hit you in the mouth. Okay. This isn't going to be like Boston college and you got to respond. Um, you know, they're coming off, uh, 
a heartbreaking loss to Clemson, they're going to be hungry. We're coming off a, a, a big-time win over Boston College. You know, are we going to be fat and happy? So this 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 type of game and this type of, you know, not letting your team get complacent, that, that's coaching. And, uh, you know, I really feel like Mike Norvell, this is where you're going to earn your money right here. This is where you're going to earn that contract extension. These next three games, you go three and oh. In this stretch, I, I could see you being the coach at Florida State for years to come. You know, if you go on three on in this stretch, uh, the jury's still going to be out on you. You can't come out of this four and three. You know. I mean, worst case scenario, six and one. Six and one. And I really don't care who we beat. I don't care who we lose to. But we, I would rather, would, listen, I want to beat Clemson so bad just to end that streak of losing. We haven't beaten them since, what, 2015, 2014? I'm not sure. Um, but it's been a minute. And uh, so... It's gonna be really uh it's gonna be really interesting these next three weeks, but I don't wanna look past Wake Forest. I don't even wanna think about NC State. Um I think NC State is the harder of these three teams. Um but you know, make no mistake about it, we're gonna find out a lot about Florida State over the next couple weeks. I think one of the biggest no-brainers in college football right now is Deion Sanders to Georgia Tech. It just makes so much sense. Um, when you think about Atlanta, when you think about the Atlanta Falcons, you a large segment of that city is, is you know, is synonymous with Deion Sanders. And it makes too much sense. That's why Georgia Tech won't do it. They'll go hire another unknown guy like they did with this last guy, and he'll be mediocre. You know, if you if you want to get on the level of a Georgia, Georgia Tech, if you want to be on the level of Georgia, Deion Sanders is the way to go. I, I don't I don't think there's another guy this side of Urban Meyer that could galvanize your program galvanize the, the city of Atlanta, galvanize the state of Georgia. And actually, just just from a, a PR standpoint, be on the level of a Kirby Smart in terms of recruiting. Now, he's, he's not going to out-recruit Kirby Smart because, you know, Kirby Smart has a humongous budget to, to get recruits. But... But Deion Sanders is a machine and he has uh, um, he has connections and he's going to get a lot of top guys if you hire him. And I know this is the Gold Nose podcast. I'm supposed to talk about Florida State, but 
Anytime I get to pump up my boy Dion, I'm going to do it. He's the reason why I became a Florida State fan way back when. So, um, I would I would love to see him get that Georgia Tech job. I would love to see him get that Georgia Tech job. Georgia Tech has been a sleeping, sleeping, sleeping giant. Just like the Georgia Bulldogs were. I mean, but Georgia... The Georgia Bulldogs were still pumping out NFL talent year after year after year. They just could never get over the hump. And not that Georgia Tech is even on that level, but they could be. So that's that's it for the non-Florida State stuff. Um, Realistically, we got eight games left. If we split these eight games... We go four and four. We're eight and four. And before the season started, that's pretty much what I predicted was if we go seven and five, eight and four. We'd be all right. I mean. Florida don't look good. Miami for sure doesn't look good, but we know when they play us, you know, it's just it's going to be a different type of effort like that team that Miami team that you saw against Middle Tennessee State that's not going to be the Miami team that plays us because I mean the 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 focus and the pride and just it's it's gonna it's gonna go up times a hundred so you know Florida State fans I mean you can you can take you know, whatever, you know, pride, solace, whatever you want to call it, and the fact that Miami got beat by Middle Tennessee State. But I guarantee you that that's not going to be the Miami team that plays us. So I don't even worry about stuff like that. Um, Again, Miami, another sleeping giant. I didn't, I, I just, I didn't think Crystal Ball, is the guy that could galvanize South Florida. He he just doesn't seem like that kind of guy that can galvanize South Florida in terms of recruiting. So, you know, from what everybody says, he's a good coach, um, whatever. And then uh, the, the guy up in Florida, I mean, I don't know anything about him. So, but I don't judge guys based on their first year. I judge them, you know, after three or four years. And um, we'll see. Because it's, you, you know, you're going to get talent at those two universities. You're going to get talent. So, um, I, maybe Van Dyke was kind of overhyped a little bit. But he is missing some of his uh, top receivers, so. You know, we'll we'll see what happens with those two schools. I'm not ready to pencil those in as wins because those are rivalry games, and we know we've seen, um, you know, Florida State lose to lesser Miami Hurricanes and Florida Gator teams. So I'm not ready to pencil those in as wins yet. I need to see. I need to see how you do 
in this Wake Forest, NC State, Clemson stretch before I start making bold predictions. If you can get through this stretch, like I said earlier in the podcast, 2-1, and 3-0, and oh, then I think you can realistically talk ACC championship. Um, I think if you can get through this stretch undefeated, you can realistically talk college football playoff. I, I really feel like you could. Because this would you would be very battle tested. Okay. Um But you you have to go three and oh for me to even get to that point. And I don't want to put the cart before the horse. So first thing first, you gotta take care of Wake Forest. I think you can beat them. I think you can beat them. Um, but you have to score because Wake Forest is going to score. And, you know, like I said, they play that weird offense with the read option mesh. And, you know, that's it. Sam Hartman is a very good quarterback. I think he's going to be a very good NFL quarterback. Um, so. But, again, Clemson is not Clemson right now. So, um, I just don't think they're getting the same caliber of talent that they were getting several years ago. But, you know, Florida State, this this is the, you know, this is where the rubber meets the road and we're going to find out what kind of team we are. I mean, um, I just hope that we can get some of our defensive linemen back. Um, I hope that we can, uh, you know, continue to stay healthy. Um, and, uh, you know, the sky's the limit for this team. I, I need the coaching staff to continue to do what they've been doing in terms of getting these guys ready to play, keeping these guys motivated. And then I, I think we can be special. I mean, like I said before, after four games, I had us at two and two. So to be four and zero, oh, you know, we playing with house money. Um, you know, we're a third of the way through this schedule, and uh, I think I think that we can be special if we continue to do the things that we've been doing times ten now. Um, Jordan Travis has made that quantum leap that I said that he needed to make as a quarterback. He has done that. Um, but to, to go three and oh, through this, you know, through this stretch of games right here, um, I think what would put us in a prime position to be, um, you know, in the ACC championship, uh, last thing, the ACC is moving to Charlotte. Um, this move has, I mean, they should have made this move years ago. To me, it just made no sense to be in Greensboro. Um, I love I love Greensboro. Great city. Used to live there way back in the day. Um, but it just from a logistics standpoint, it didn't make sense. So um glad to see that the new commissioner is getting with the times. I think the next major thing you need to do is conference realignment. I think you need to well, they're well, yeah, they're going away from 
divisions anyway, so never mind on that. So, um, it is what it is, man. But, and I've, I've been thinking privately to myself that if you're going to expand teams that I would add, Notre Dame, of course, but what about, what about UConn? And I know their football team stinks, but if you add a UConn, you add a whole state. And there's very few teams in this country where you could add a whole state. They, they're still pretty good in basketball. And, you know, I mean, we've seen UConn be special in football before. So it's just a matter. They've got a good coach. And it's just a matter of uh, getting the right, uh, you know, infrastructure in place for them to be special again. So um, it is what it is. Just just passing thoughts. So that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. And as always, go Knowles. <laughs>